This is Reverend Joseph Caesar, and welcome to the Good News Program. I am truly blessed and honored to be called by God to be His servant to spread the good news of salvation to you all. You have done the right thing. Don't change the channel. You are not here by chance, but by divine guidance. Well, hello again, my radio friends. This is Reverend Caesar Joseph Caesar coming to you from BBS Radio, Mother Station in California, Paradise, California, and I am in Wilmington, Delaware, bringing you the good news of salvation. I pray this message would be a blessing to you, and I'm praying that it would be a blessing to me as well. So I say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I beg of you for the divine unction for me to be your conduit and your mouthpiece in Jesus' name. I want to talk to you today about from the book of Acts. And it, this would be titled, Jesus Taken Up Into Heaven. That's my title, Jesus Taken Up Into Heaven. From the book of Acts, chapter 1. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up into heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends 
of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Matthias chosen to be to replace Judas. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scriptures had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field where he fell headlong. His body burst open and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language, Akeladama, that is the field of blood. For said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it. And Mary, another, take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time. The Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism 
to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph, called Barsabbas, also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots and the lot fell to Matthias so he was added to the eleven apostles. When the day of Pentecost came they were all together in one place. Suddenly a song like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were seated. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to the rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there was staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this, this song, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native tongue, or non-language? How is it? Pathian, Medes, and Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya, near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs were here, and they hear them declare the wonders of God in our own tongues, amazed and perplexed. They ask one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much, too much to drink, too much wine. And so Peter addressed the crowd. And Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews, and all of you who lived in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, 
This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and bellows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and for knowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its body on him. David said on, about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, and I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest in hope. Because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, you will not let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witness of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and was poured out what you now see and hear. For David not ascended to heaven, and yet he said, 
The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the hearts and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation, those who accepted this message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. 3,000. 3,000. So we have the fellowship of the believers. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and have everything common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. At three in the afternoon, now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, dead in his eyes, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave a gaze, looked them and gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. 
Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God, walking and jumping and praising God. Remember that song? When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And so Peter speaks to the onlookers. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or in a godliness we had made this man walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this by faith in the name of Jesus. This man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. Now, fellow Israelites, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders. But this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets saying that his Messiah would suffer. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. That time of refreshing may come from the Lord and that he may send the Messiah 
who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their own people. Indeed, beginning with Samuel, all the prophets who have spoken have foretold these days, and you are heirs of the prophets and the covenant of God made with our fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all people on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, he sent him forth to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. The priest and the captain of the temple God and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to, to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the, the people proclaiming, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Who gave you the authority, so to speak? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and being sick, how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. That is that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone your builders rejected, which has become 
the head cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled ordinary men, they were astonished and took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So order them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then confer together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows they have performed a notable sign and cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this in his this name. To to speak or teach and all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is right in God's eye, to listen to you or to him. You be the judge. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After these threats, and these are all the further threats, they let him go. They could not they could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. On the release, Peter and John were back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by your Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father, David. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth raised up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant. Jesus, whom he anointed, they did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. 
Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servant to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. This is the word of God. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word boldly. God bless you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, it was always constant Peter and John. They, they hung together. And the layman, and they says, gold and Peter says, gold and silver I have, I don't have, I don't have anything. But such I have. Got something. He's like, as they say, he had the, the, the rabbit in the hat. But such I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus, you who are listening now, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Take up your bed, whatever you have. And I thank you for listening. May God richly bless you. May God richly bless you. Take up your bed. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus Christ. And until we meet again, another two weeks, may God richly bless you. Take care. May the Spirit of God be with you forevermore. This is Reverend Caesar saying, Goodbye. And have a blessed week. In Jesus' name, amen.